Jesus, help us today, Lord. Help us to reflect your glory. Help us, Lord, to flow in your spirit. Lord, to hear. Lord, to hear from heaven. Lord, give us a word. Lord, help us to hear. Hallelujah. Give us ears to hear, hearts to receive, eyes would be open. Lord, your will would be done this morning, this day. Hallelujah. That your will would be done this day in the name of Jesus to every home, to every family. Father, I pour out blessing. Pour out the word of faith. Hallelujah. Strengthen our hearts. Strengthen our minds. Lord, your will would be fulfilled today. Hallelujah ears, Lord, faith that cometh by hearing and hearing by the word, by the word of God. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you today. Hallelujah. You're able to clap your hands and just shout oh, to the Lord. Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord. So good to feel the spirit of the Lord here. Um, I um, appreciate appreciate Pastor D's and Sister D's friendship God has allowed us to have in the body of Christ. Uh, and I say this not not to boast or anything any boast that I have. I, I boast in the Lord. We are what we are by the grace of God. And uh, it, December, as of December, will mark 30 years of someone, the first time that I was invited to Christian Life Assembly and sat in that back row. And um, I'm so thankful for God's grace and mercy through those years. And uh, I was a man in need back 30 years ago of God. And I am that same man in need of Almighty God today, 30 years later. Nothing has changed in my need for him, and I can do nothing without him. And I don't deserve, uh, I don't deserve any, anything that he has uh, given, given me and my family, but I receive it. I'm thankful for it. Um, uh, Pastor Dees asked me how was I doing, and I didn't really have an answer. I don't really know. I mean, I know in the spirit that I'm, I am well. I know in my spirit that, that Jesus is on the throne. But in my flesh, I'm not really sure exactly what I'm feeling today, what exactly is taking place, what, what all of my emotions that I'm having, uh, what they all mean. Uh, there's some things that, that, that I'm waiting for from God. I believe that he's promised. And I, owe, I know he owes me nothing. And I'm, I'm not holding, uh, he's indebted to no man. So he's not in debt to me. He doesn't owe me anything. But there's just some things I believe that God wants to do. And I'm waiting for him. And uh, I'm concerned sometimes with myself that, that I will get impatient, that I, I will be uh, presumptuous, and that I will, uh, God forbid, that I would ever charge God foolishly. I have. I know I have. And I'm thankful for God's grace and God's mercy. Um, but I'm, I'm, I can stand today. What I do know is I, that the word of God is true. And that God is faithful. And that God will never leave you nor forsake you. And, and again, I, this world, uh, 
again, I've got to be, I am careful. I'm, I'm just being transparent, being honest. I've got to be careful what I listen to. I've got to be careful what consumes my thoughts because uh, there are many times where you just get home and you're, I'm discouraged at what I'm hearing. But in the back of all of that, I do feel the voice of the Spirit. I do know that Jesus is on the throne and I have to remind myself every day I can do nothing without him. You're, you're working something that I don't even know what you're working. I, I don't even know my own heart. The scripture says we don't even, you don't even know your own heart. God knows our heart. And I, I trust that, that he will uh, refine it and that he will purge it and that he will uh, try my hearts and try my reins. And I need him. I need him today. And so I'm so thankful for that invitation 30 years ago. And I'm so thankful that uh, he has allowed me to stay connected to this body and, and this assembly and to this city. I'm forever grateful for that. I, I love the church and the body of Christ. And, and I'm grateful for that God is reaching outward to the surrounding communities. God's doing great things. And uh, I, I don't say that uh, just in a, in a sense of hope as the world would say it, but I, there is a hope that resonates inside me regardless of what I see. And so, but my flesh will, I have to manage this flesh. I have to manage my, my own emotions that uh, sometimes I don't even know what they are. The Bible says that in Romans. Sometimes we don't know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit maketh intercession. So I need the Spirit of the Lord uh, I need God's voice today, and uh, I pray that um, the Lord will help you and I as we dive into the Word of God. I'm not sure what time it is, but if we could stand, if you have your Bibles, really just a, sh a quick reading. Ezekiel chapter 37. Um, I count it a privilege to be able to stand at this desk and, uh, uh, and, and just declare the Word of God. And I pray that, that you go home and that you write down what I preach and review it we've got all these technology now listen to it again and and search the scriptures yourself whether these things be so or not we've got to search the scriptures we've got to be uh, on guard and diligent and uh, standing i'm thankful he is the anchor they read they sang about the anchor jesus is the anchor oh he'll hold you he'll hold you through every storm he'll hold you through every trial through every failure through every mistake through every uh, fail, uh, through every stumble, through every situation, he will be there. He's faithful. He's a faithful God. If we sin, we, will, we have an advocate with the Father. If we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us. I'm thankful for God's word that he's not leave, left us without hope. Ezekiel chapter 37, we'll start at verse 1. Ezekiel 37 and 1, it says, the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me about in the spirit and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which is full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again, he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word today. Thank you for this precious body, Lord, your spirit. 
working, Lord, in this, in this age, in this hour. Lord, that you are on the throne. We would help us today. Open our ears. Anoint my lips, Father. Your will be done. Lord, that hope and peace and righteousness would flow today. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Everyone said in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord bless you. You may be seated. So, um, you know, the, the, word, the word of God, the spoken word of God. Uh, it says in Isaiah chapter 55, the Lord declared that his word would not return void. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord, it says in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while, his, while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy upon him to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my, your ways my ways, saith the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. I'm thankful that God's thoughts, that his ways, that his, his th thinking is beyond what I can uh, comprehend. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and return it not thither, but watereth the earth, and make it bring forth bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper the thing whereunto I sent it. The word of God is able to accomplish and bring forth things that only Almighty God can do. And so we, and I don't believe that you are, and this world may want to discount the word of God, but it's the word of God that's able to accomplish. Uh, it, the, it says in Ephesians that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you and I could ask or even think. It was in the book of Genesis chapter 1, it said the earth was without form and was void and there was darkness there. There was no direction, there was no structure, there was darkness, there was emptiness, but in the midst of that place, the Spirit of God moved. He could have passed along, he could have moved on to something else, he could have moved on to maybe perfection, but he chose nothing to do something with. And I see those scriptures as resembling the way I surely was 30 years ago, there was nothing there. There was no direction. There was void. There was emptiness. Oh, there was such darkness, misdirection, misguided. But the word of God preached into my heart. The word of God in, a, in the word speaking to me personally was able to bring forth something out of nothing. And that same word that, that was spoken back in, in beginning, Again, not God's beginning because he has no beginning and he has no end. That's about as far as my mind can understand it or even explain it. But at that place where there was nothing, he 
he made and created. The Bible said that God said, let there be light, and there was light. The spoken word of God brought forth light, and I'm so thankful for that. And, and uh, again, in, I think it's somewhere in Job where it says that the Lord hung the earth on nothing. He hung the earth on nothing. He doesn't even need something to hang something on, right? Without, with God, all things are possible. Nothing would be impossible. Nothing would be impossible. So you put, you put the Lord in the, in the equation, something's got to happen. Something miraculous is going to happen. God's word will not return void, but it will accomplish. It will prosper into the thing that is uh, going to take place. God, God's desire, God's will. There is a uh, spirit, I believe there is a spirit of hopelessness that is trying to creep into hearts and minds, a spirit of, of dis- such discouragement and darkness. And, and if you're paying attention to the wrong voices, if you're listening to the wrong uh, individuals, you can get swept under that, that sea of, of hopelessness and despair. We read it, we heard it this morning on the prayer line, and I saw the article that in Japan, suicides, are, are, has overtaken the amount of COVID deaths in Japan. I did a quick number, um, 2018 stats, United States, 35,000. Uh, and again, I, I don't know, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not glorifying it. Just the fact of the reality is that there is a spirit of hopelessness that, that you and I must understand it. And I believe that we have power to overcome that, that spirit. And it can only come by the word of God, by the spoken word of God. I've got to fill my mind. I've got to fill my heart. I've got to fill my mouth with the word of God. The word of God. You're around individuals that are just looking for answers and not finding any. Uh, maybe you're looking for answers and not finding the answers that you want. You're going to find those answers in the Word of God. You're going to find those answers in Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, the, there's a scripture in Jeremiah chapter 18. Uh, the, the, the Word of the Lord came to Jeremiah in verse 1. And the Lord said, Arise and go into the potter's house and I will cause thee to hear my words. And so Jeremiah is taken to the potter's house, and he peers into the window at the potter's house, and he sees the potter uh, working with the clay. And the Bible says that the vessel that the potter made, he wrought a work on the wheels, and so that, that clay was spinning, and the potter was and desperately working that, that clay. And the vessel that he made was marred in the hands of the potter. And so that, that clay did not mold and shape into the way that the potter wanted it to. But the potter didn't get discouraged. The potter, potter didn't throw away the clay. But the Bible says that he made it again another vessel as it seemed good for the potter to make it. What does this all mean? And the Lord said, the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do it to you? Can I, can, cannot I do with you? As this potter, saith the Lord, behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. Can if God, it, the Lord was speaking a word of a powerful word that 
as just like clay is in the hands of the potter. And as long as the clay is able to bend and mold and shape and tender in order to be shaped by the potter's hand, oh, then what can't God do with your life? He can do all things. Hallelujah. Oh, he can shape you and mold you. And, and oh, so many times I've, I've looked at, at my life and I've looked, it seems, as the failures seem to sometimes overtake and the mistakes, but I'm thankful for the potter's hand. I'm thankful that he's able to make it again. He's able to keep me on the wheel. He's able to, to mold us and shape us. I said this years ago that, you know, we live in an Instagram world, and the Photoshop, I love the Photoshop so many parts of my history. I've loved the Instagram, you know, just get the Instagram shot. Don't ch show you the rest, but that's not a reality. The, the Photoshop is not a reality. The reality is that, that there's pain and there's sorrow and there's questions and there's doubts, there's maybes and I don't knows. But in the midst of the maybes and the doubts and the I don't knows, there's a God that stands strong. There's a God that's faithful. There's a God that says, just stay on the wheel. Just let me work it all for good. Just put your trust in me. Don't put your affections in this world, but keep your eyes fixed on me. Keep your heart right with me. Hallelujah. Oh, what, what can God do? It says here in this, this passage of Scripture, the, uh, the, the valley of dry bones. And uh, they, were, they were very dry. And again, God's word is forever settled in heaven. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I believe God's word is for you and I today. The Old Testament, the New Testament. Yes, we are in the New Testament. We have a new covenant. But God's word is forever the same. And God's word, the Old Testament points to Christ. And we have received Christ. And he came and he died because he so loved the world. And so I believe this world in Ezekiel is for this day and is for this hour and is for the, the heart of an individual uh, that, that um, needs, desperately needs to hear that God is able to work the miraculous. Two men in the prison yesterday, we were going through these, these verses, and there was one man that was, he was talking about just hopelessness. He had, he's filled with the Spirit. He's been born again of water and of Spirit, but, but he's, he's, he's taken a wrong turn, and he's failed, and he feels like God's just thrown him away, tossed him to the curve. And I'm so thankful that's not what the Word of God says. That's not what God's Word declares. And so God's Word declares he brings Ezekiel to a valley full of bones and they were very many in an open valley so they were not protected uh, and they were very dry they were uh, they had been there for a long time they were scattered they were unprotected there was no rhyme or reason. I just, it was a valley of bones. I, it doesn't say, I don't believe that the hip bone, oh, there's the hip bone and, and there's the, the, the pelvis and, oh, there's, there's, the, there's the, the arm and the, the fingers. No, it was just bones. It was just scattered. It, it, it was just a bad, dry, hopeless situation. And, and he would, the son of man here, Ezekiel, is saying, the Lord saying, can these live? Well, dear God, only you know. 
Only you know if this thing can work out. Lord, I, I have no idea what's going on in this world. I mean, I know that you're on the throne, but I don't know how to get here to there. I don't know how to get here to tomorrow. I, I don't know how to navigate next week. I don't, really, I don't, have, it. I don't have the plan. Lord, can, can, you, can you bring forth revival in the midst of this? Well, surely you can, but I don't know how. But I, th- I, we're, we're, we're in a situation where these are dry bones. They're scattered. They're in an open valley. They're, they're, they're at risk. There's, there's just all kinds of things that are, that are coming and, and uh, prey and foul spirits. that They're not protected under a cave. They're, they're in an open valley. All the elements are there. All the adversaries are there. And you're asking this man, can these bones live? Well, to the human mind, no way, no how. But I'm thankful that his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts. I need to, the Bible says that he's asked us to live in together, sit together with him in heavenly places. There is a place where you and I can sit with the Lord and see the way he sees it, to hear what the Spirit is saying. You're going to have to battle through what your flesh is saying and what the Spirit is saying. But I believe the Spirit is speaking and wants to speak to you and I today, wants to speak to a heart today that it seems like things are just dry, seems like things are dead, seems like all hope is lost, seems like there's just despair and anguish and don't know what's going tomorrow but I want to tell somebody this morning that by God's word but through God's spirit that he is able to work it all for the good hallelujah all I have. It's all I have to stand on. And I'm standing on it because that's where my hope is. My hope is not in this world. My hope is not in what 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 uh, politics, all that kind of nonsense. It, it drives me crazy. But I've got to cast it all down. Because the word to this man was, what do we do? What's the answer? Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord. That's what I want to hear in this day. That's what we need to hear in this day. We need a rhema. We need a fresh word from God. Hallelujah. I believe you preached that last week, Pastor, about the word of God. We need God's word speaking into our spirit. And the man of God declared, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will cause breath to enter in you and you shall live. Amen. I've got to discount what my flesh says. You're going to have to put aside what your feelings are and what your emotions may say. And this is what God says. You're going to live. You're not going to die. I will lay sinews upon you. I will bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. And so I prophesied as I was commanded. See, God's will and and how does man play a part in God's will. Man plays a part in God's will by standing in agreement with God standing in agreement with the word of God. And we have to declare, so it says Ezekiel prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. It wasn't until Ezekiel spoke the word that God told him 
to speak that something started to move. And so, oh, we'll wait on God. No, God's waiting on you to open your mouth, to declare into the Spirit, to speak life and not death. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, amen? So I've got to remind myself. I've got to remind my brother and my sister. I've got to remind my lost loved ones. I've got to declare the word of the Lord. It shall come to pass. God will return. Oh, he does love you and care for you. There is hope in this world. God is still on the throne. So I prophesied, and as I commandment, and then there was a noise, there was a shaking, and bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came together, and the skin covered them about, and there was no breath in them. So he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy son of man, just don't say it once but speak it again, well they're not changing, nothing's happening, it's just the same old, same old, speak the word again, keep declaring the word of God, don't faint don't, don't, don't be discouraged hallelujah we're, we're on this prayer line and again I, I believe you pray and I pray that you, you don't have to be on that I, just something that, that has gotten to our spirit and we're committed to it and we, and, uh, but I'll tell you there are some times when you're praying when you're praying at home or wherever you're praying have you ever had this where uh, you know I hear, I hear a voice that says you're just wasting your time man you said that yesterday you said that last week you said that a month ago you're praying the same prayers is there a witness to that? You're praying the same old things. What, you're just repeating yourself, and that's foolish. Right? No, prophesy to the wind. Speak it again. So I'm, I'm going I'm to keep speaking again. I'm, you've got to press through that because Satan does not like it. He hates it. He's actually quite afraid when you declare the word of God, that when you go beyond what, you're, what you can see, what you can feel, and what you can understand, and you say, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Lord, it's, it's getting a little difficult and challenging to my mind. My emotions are all over the place, but your word says that you keep your promises. Your word says that it will never return void. Your word says there is is going to be a latter rain and a former rain together. That there is going to be an outpouring of your spirit that on your sons and your daughters that all flesh will receive your spirit. It's a promise that God is not willing that any should perish but all come to repentance. And so in the midst of hopelessness that this world is trying to feed you and I because they've got an answer that does not line up with God's word. They're trying to feed you hopelessness so that they can give you an answer that is, a, is, a, a, is an antichrist answer, is against God's word. But we and you and I and the church, and I pray if you're here for the first time or, or desperately in search of something, that I will declare to you that the truth is found in God's word. The truth is found in Jesus Christ. And when you stand on that, when you hold to that, and so Ezekiel had to prophesy again. I'm hastening here. They had to prophesy it again. And then he, said, then he said to me, prophesy to the wind. And so I prophesied as, I, as he commanded. And breath came unto them. And they lived and they stood upon their feet. An exceeding great army. But here's an important part here. Verse 11. Then he said unto me, son of man, these are the bones of the house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost. And we are cut off of our parts. They say it. 
It's not what God said, but they say. And so the question is, is I know what God's saying. I'm declaring what God's saying, but what are you saying? What are you saying to yourself? What are you saying about the things of God? What are you saying about the people of God? What are you saying about the word of God? What are you declaring out of your mouth? We need to be careful. I need to be careful because I can get caught up in, in, in the, the, the spirit of the age. I can div- start fighting the wrong kind of battle. But my battle and my voice must be directed to there is hope with God. God is able to take nothing and make something out of it. God can take a dry valley of bones. He can take a situation that seems like it's lost and all hope is gone. It can, seem, it can take relationships and families and individuals that have been just messed up. Michael and Mona, when we found them years ago, they were messed up and broken and addicted all these things of the world but they are still living they are talking about the things of God that's only by God's spirit that's only by God's word oh hallelujah there's another man came came back um, and I don't want to steal his testimony but he stood on our steps for years and he would see the church coming into the church and he would run but he would know what day it was based on what when the church got into the building he was so strung up on so many other things and now he's in a Bible study with Pastor D's. Now he's declaring the good things of God. Is that right? Amen. Wow, that's, that's not only by the spoken word of God. That's only by the spirit of God. That, that can only happen through the miracle wonder of, of Almighty God. But they said we are cut off. We, we are lost. Our hope is lost. No, hope is not lost. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them. So he had to, he had to speak it again. He had to declare it again. You're going to be bombarded with individuals and doubters and, 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 and for all kinds of reasons, hurts, wounds, and, and, and uh, uh, people that misrepresented in the past the word of God, ills and unrighteousness and traditions that were not founded on God's word. They had a form of godliness, but they denied the power. They, they did not flow in the spirit. But, but, oh, God is able to work past that, but we must speak again. We must declare again. Go back to that Bible study. Go back to that family member. Keep loving. Keep, keep declaring the word of God. Keep forgiving. Don't get your heart cold. Don't, don't wax cold as sin abounds. Therefore prophesy, say unto them, Behold, O oh my people, I will open your graves cause you to come out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. There have been seasons, there have been times oh, I, I, it wants to get, get into my spirit that God's dreams are dead. I've had, I've had to uh, uh, that don't know how it's going to happen. Lord, it just seems like your promises are dead. But God didn't leave me there. God's not going to leave you there. But he can open those graves. He can bring back those themes that seem to be dead. You shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves and shall put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in my own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and have performed it, saith the Lord. Our God is able, hallelujah, that there is hope with Jesus. Jesus said, and I'm closing, the musicians can get ready. It says, Jesus said in, in um, 
John, is it John chapter 6 and verse 63, Jesus said the words, that's not, uh, hang on. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. There you go. You got whatever, whatever it takes for you to remember where things are. That's what I have to do to remember. <laughs> Jesus said, Jesus knew, verse 61, when Jesus knew in himself what the disciples murmured at, he said unto them, doth this offend you? Except you eat my, he was talking about eating my flesh and drinking my blood and living a life that, that, that I'm following after Christ, surrendering, dying out to ourself. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that the flesh is an enemy of God. The carnal mind is an enemy of God. It's not subject to God like a king's court. It's not subject. It's not, you, if the, the, the king commanded the flesh to come and bow. Flesh not going to do it. It's not subject to God. Neither indeed can be. It just cannot bend. The flesh cannot bend to God. That's why we need the spirit of God. That's why we need his spirit to live and breathe. That's why we need the spirit of God to overcome all that this flesh dictates and declares and wants to speak every morning. But I've got to put it under subjection. I've got to, I've got to surrender to the will of God. I've got to cast all my cares, all my emotions. I've got to bring, the Bible says, to bring every thought and imagination into captivity. And I can only do that through the Spirit. Jesus said here in verse 33, or 63, John 6, 63, it is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. And so it was unbelief. It was unbelief that hindered God doing what he wants to do. It's unbelief that will hinder God's will in our lives, in your lives. But God, the word of God, I want to declare it with boldness. I want to declare it with with authority. Mark chapter 5 tells us the story about this woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says that she had an issue of blood for, for, for 12 years, and she went to the doctors, and she got worse and not better. But she had heard about Jesus. She had heard about him. She had heard about what he was doing. She heard uh, that, that, they, that he had done miracles. And uh, it says that when she heard of Jesus, she came into the press and touched his garment. How did she do that? For she said, verse 28, for she said, she said it to herself, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall behold. So her speaking and declaring the truth of God's word brought miracles, brought the miracle in her life. And so she waited. I don't know how, why she waited. I don't know why, why it took so long. I don't know why some things take so long. I don't know why seasons are longer than others. But it says in Ecclesiastes that there, there is a purpose for every season. There is a reason for every purpose under heaven. That God, in verse 11, it says that he makes everything beautiful in his time. In his time. And so I, I, I come against that, that spirit of, of hopelessness. I come against that spirit of despair. But in a valley that is full of dry bones and that the 
that the man of God is brought there and asked by Almighty God, can this hopeless, broken, dry situation turn around? And the answer was yes. And so if God can do that with a valley of dry bones, there is no question what he can do in this hour. There's no question what he can do with your life. It doesn't matter what yesterday was. We've got to forget those things that are, are behind, and we've got to press forward to what is before. Hallelujah. Oh, why don't you just lift your hands? Why don't you shout to the Lord? Oh, why don't you let his spirit just speak into you right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul declared again, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to close here so you can stand. The Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 26, as he stands before King Agrippa and Festus and is bound and ready to go to Rome, be tried, and he begins to declare his testimony, begins to declare uh, the goodness of God. You've got, I, you, you've got a testimony. Or you're, you have a testimony in progress. I've got a testimony. I was a mess. I, was, I had no direction. <laughs> I thought this world is where the answers was, and I finally got to a place, and the Lord helping me get to the end of myself, realizing there's got to be more than this. There's got to be more of the life than this. And somehow, some way, using a, with all respect, a backslidden child of God <laughs> to invite me to the house of God. And uh, preacher, preaching, pastor, teaching a Bible study, the body of Christ praying around me. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let me go. They wouldn't leave me alone. They were, they were praying when I know they, that I, I didn't know they were praying, but they were praying and interceding and showing love and kindness and, and uh, protecting me from others that were well-intentioned and, and just pouring in. But the word of God, repeating word of God over and over, over and over, word of God began to transform, began to change. I still am that still same man in need. I pray that you understand that you get a revelation that you need God today, that without him you can do nothing. And Paul declared as his testimony, he said that while he was on that horse, he was on the road to Damascus, and the Lord said to thee, Saul, Saul, why, thou, why persecutest thou me? It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. It's hard for you. You know, when you're, you're fighting something that you, you, uh, you should be embracing, you, you're going to get hurt. When you're fighting against something that God's trying to do for you, you're going to get hurt. He said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But arise and stand on thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen and those things which I will appear unto thee. I'm a minister and a witness to the power and to the mercy and to the grace of God. Where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Should we sin more that grace abounds more? God forbid. God forbid. But God is able. God is able to deliver us 
from every trial, from every temptation. That he'll make a way of escape. Paul goes on to say, deliver a witness unto me, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I now send thee to open eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith which is in me. The Lord was telling Paul I've got promises. I've got an inheritance. I want to forgive the sins of people. I want to restore lives. I want to, I want to speak to valleys of dry bones. I want to speak to nothing and bring something powerful out of it. I want to take despair and move it. I want to take the effect of sin and totally destroy it off of people's lives. I want to change their speech, their thinking, their attitudes. I want to give them life. I want to pour joy into their heart. I want them to walk with peace and righteousness. I want their heart to be at rest hallelujah to be at rest part of my thoughts this morning was on you know you get a you get a cough or you get something where you indigestion I think I had indigestion and all of a sudden I've got COVID now I don't know what I have I, I'm just and again I'm, I don't mean to be silly or but the mind I'm dealing, I'm having to cast down every thought here. And I don't know. I'm not saying I am. I'm, I apologize. I know that we tape these things. So YouTube, I don't know. Maybe we should reconsider all that. I, but the adversary wants me to be in fear about tomorrow. And I don't know what tomorrow holds. But there's a, there's a peace that I can only find in Jesus. There's a peace that I can only find in Almighty God. And I need that resonating in my spirit. And when things look bleak, when things look dead, when things look like there's no hope, there's a God in heaven that's on the throne. There's a Lord that's speaking loud and clear into my spirit if I will listen. Oh, hallelujah. So let's worship him this morning. If you need to find a place and pray and you need someone to pray for and Oh, hallelujah. I, I, I just, I, I know the word of God that is powerful, that will not return void. Oh, that God's spirit would resonate inside of you, that something in your spirit would connect with him. Oh, he wants to have personal relationship with you. He wants to fill you with his spirit. He wants to lead you and guide you into all truth. Oh, he wants to do wonders in your life. He wants to work great things together for the good. He'll take the bad and somehow work it for the good. He'll take the pain and despair and the disappointments and somehow use it for his glory. Hallelujah. Oh, why don't we worship? Why don't we praise him? Why don't we magnify and seek the Lord while he may?